and welcome back to Backing Paper for another week. Uh, it's me, Graham, here with the ever-wonderful Rachel back, I hope, refreshed from her short <laughs> break. Rachel, how are you? Hello. Yeah, good. It was really lovely. Thank you very much for asking. I, um, I got a chance to escape away to the Lake District for... It's kind of about 24 hours in the end. I went up on the Monday, uh, sort of like morning, uh, drove up and then stayed the afternoon and overnight and then had the Tuesday morning there before I got back in the car and, and drove back to Liverpool. So it was really lovely to get a chance to go and stand in some trees and... Uh, stand in, in some, some trees? trees. <laughs> in, in amongst some trees, sorry. Yeah. Um, and uh, and look out over some of the beautiful lakes and feel the sun on my face and all of that. It was it was really beautiful and... Um, uh, and obviously, you know, some rain and all the rest of it as well. It was it was a whole cacophony of uh, of senses really that were going on there, which was wonderful. And um, and yeah, alongside that, I also had the opportunity to um, record some bits and pieces for my assignment show, which mm. is exciting, um, and to shoot some images as well. So that's exciting too. That um, is, yeah. And, yeah. One of the one of the roles. Um, I <laughs> am I supposed uh, to talk about this? Maybe. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Shall I talk about this now? Obviously, I'll probably cover it again for on my on my actual show. But um, yeah, one of the roles I, sh I shot uh, two roles of film actually, and one of them um, I, I took it out of the camera and took it to um, just up the road because obviously. Um, with trying to get everything done and ready for the show, um, I didn't really have time to send it off to the lab and what have you to get processed, and it was colour film. So um, I thought, right, well, I'll just take it up the road to uh, to their, the lab there. And they looked at it and said, hmm, oh, it's green when they took when they took the um, the actual film lead out. And I was like, oh, is it? Do you know? I hadn't even looked. <laughs> I literally just grabbed a, a roll of film uh, out of the out of the box. Um, it said four hundred ISO. C41 process I was like great chuck, chuck that in the camera um and uh, and away you go sort of thing so I hadn't even really looked at that or noticed um and she was like hmm I'm not going to process this because this might go horribly wrong and I was like okay well you know had a conversation fair, well kind of I was like doesn't matter don't worry about it and she was like nope <laughs> um and and I did think to be fair you know if it was going to ruin their chemicals or something that's completely understandable of course I wouldn't ever want to do that um, but I think it was just that they were worried that, that, that there wasn't going to be anything on there when they'd processed it and they'd get the blame because I'm really scary, obviously. Oh, God, um, terrifying. You know, absolutely terrifying. Um, so anyway, they, they they said no. So I was like, Graham, help, because I don't have any C41 chems um, myself. So I was like, can I post this off to you? And you were like, yeah, that's fine. Chuck it in the post. And it arrived super quick, which is great. And I got a little update message saying film's arrived. I'm going to get it processed. And what happened, Graham? Well, you know what? I kind of partially blame uh, myself for this because <laughs> when it arrived, I looked at it and went, huh. Let me just have a look at all the film that I've got floating around and see if this looks like any of the other stuff. Um, <laughs> and I had one film which did look a bit like it in that it had a green base. Only one film with green base out of all the film I've got. And that's this weird Russian film called Tasma Mikrat 300, which Eric had sent me a while ago. And I looked and went, eh, it's a black and white film, uh, ISO 6, like, that's weird that that's the only one that looks the same. Well, it can't be that. Um, can we just actually point out, it's been really, really hot this week. Anyway. Yes. So um, 
I then developed your film in mm-hmm. a nice, hot, toasty C41 chemicals and bleached that bad boy. And um, mm-hmm. we now have some lovely clear cellophane. <laughs> because, yeah, it turns out that absolutely was Tasma Mikrat that Eric um, sent me uh, last year or end of the year before. And I must have shared some of it with you. And at some point, because Eric said, so actually, why are we blaming ourselves, Rachel? Let's blame Eric. <laughs> Eric, to be fair, it did say on the canister 400 ISO C41 chemicals, didn't it? Yeah, it, it did. did. So I absolutely, no, it did. And I sent you a photo of it as well on my phone just to check. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes um, the labels on these film end up on the, the film, the plastic film case that it sat in, rather than on the film canister. And mm. I th- obviously, at some point, the two have got separated. It may even have been that when you grabbed the roll of film, you just grabbed it popped it open and didn't realise there was a label on there. Either way, um, <laughs> that was a long time ago. Um, so, yeah, the ISO 6 film <laughs> shot at ISO 400 and then bleached. Um, not a total success, uh, no. sadly. It was... Um, I kind of, Thank goodness I developed two other rolls of film with it at the same time because otherwise I would have gone, <gasps> it was all my fault. Um, <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah, at least you could see that your, the two, your two colour rolls of film look great and then mine in the middle oops little <laughs> message oops Rach um, turns out it was black and white ISO 6 I was like okay <laughs> and you know the, the other thing is like really if we if it had not been hot and we've been thinking as a general rule of thumb if in doubt black and white is a really good plan because you can develop <laughs> colour in black and white and whilst it might not be great, but it will work. Yeah. And I, yeah. I'm sure if we developed that film, even if we just thought, okay, let's assume that it's C41 and develop it in black and white as we would a C41 film, we'd probably all put better results than yeah. <laughs> yeah. because of the no bleaching part. Um, uh, however, I shot it at 400 and it was clearly ISO 6. So whether there would have even been images, I don't know, because oh, the... that's a big difference. Yeah, the, the thing is... like. I mean, far too faint to scan. But in some spots, I can see faint images there, which is oh. amazing. Because uh, it's, it's yeah. stripped off. It, like, almost all the lettering has been stripped off the film and everything. Oh, my gosh. Can't even read the <laughs> Yeah, that bleach savaged it. Oh, um, so, yeah, That's never... so funny. But you did shoot some stuff on another camera as well, didn't you, Rach? I did. Thankfully, I, I did. I, I shot shot some stuff on the other camera. And, and do you know what? Our epic fail in this instance has actually meant that um, my my choices have been narrowed because I shot on two cameras kind of thinking, oh, well, it'll give me, you know, a range of images to, to choose from. I don't have that option anymore. So that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Tick. Um, uh, so, yeah. And, and, you know, there's an image that I'm happy with on the other film. So uh, all good. All good. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I never, I never would have um, used some random film like that that I didn't know for anything as a as an actual like shoot or project um uh, in that way um but i thought you know at the time I, like i say i grabbed it out of the box and was like oh this looks interesting i don't know what it is you know it's not not something i've heard of um because there wasn't like a brand name on it or anything it would just like i say it just said those those things it said 27 exposure um 400 iso c41 so i was like fine chuck that in that'll be fun um turns out it was fun 
It, it just fun. wasn't quite the same fun I was expecting it to be. But that's okay. That's life, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm really looking forward to the pictures you have got. Um, <laughs> I've already had the sneak preview because um, as part of Did the assignment, not the pictures you wore, oh. the, the uh, chat oh. you had, as, as oh. the assignment, like, we're all making our individual shows and Rachel's doing better than Aid or I are at the moment. She's making more progress. So I've heard a bit of one of the conversations Rachel's had. And um, yeah, I, it sort of certainly made me intrigued where you went after that conversation with regards to what direction you went to taking pictures because it, you know, it was a really interesting conversation which I look forward to being able to share with the listeners very soon so that's cool but there we go that, so uh, that's what I've been up to this week that and more house renovations so uh, yeah there's been lots of um, floor stripping and swearing and <laughs> all sorts of stuff um, as is want to happen when people stupidly super glue things to things that aren't supposed to be super glued to it is <laughs> Pre- previous owners of our house who've done some lovely things to destroy uh, an old Victorian house <laughs> that we're trying to bring back to life. So, uh, yeah, so that, that's been my week. At least I got a chance to escape to um, the lakes for a little bit beforehand, otherwise it w- might have been a lot worse. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, whilst you were escaping to the lakes, mm-hmm. I, of course, got the delight of getting to chat to Kai Lewis. Um, you did! We- Me and Aid were both away. Sorry, Aid and I were both away, which it did make me laugh when I listened back to that. And he was saying how, um, well, isn't this funny? Like the week that they're both away on holiday, and this is what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm left on my own. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, genuinely, I um, had because I sort of looked at Kai's work in general, but I hadn't mm. realised that that particular niche. I I'd know. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't expecting the conversation to go down the whole, you know, um, macabre route that it did. But I found that super fascinating. And um, it was great. Ch- I chatted to Kai for a bit afterwards. And we were just ch- chatting about making work in general. And I and I said, mm-hmm. oh, I've not done much lately because I've just not had much chance. And um, and talking about the fact that I'm a gardener. And I said, well, what, you should just take out stuff to do more lumen prints. So I've done some more lumen prints this yeah. week. Oh, um, great. Wh- which paper have you been using? So I've been using some more of that weird, um, I can't remember what it's called now, but the um, the special copy paper stuff, um, oh, that yeah. really thin copy paper, um, just because it's there and it's a good size and um, mm. and it reacts with the water. I've made a couple of prints of that. I need to fix them. Um, so they're just in the dark but they turned out all right actually I was quite pleased with those and I, I made another cyanotype because I found I had a piece of cyanotype paper that I coated a while ago so Is I did that I saw yes, that, that was, was lovely fern. yeah I, I um I just gave it a squirt with water before I put mm-hmm. the glass on it so it because I hadn't tried that before so mm-hmm. it gave the paper a bit more texture it's a bit blotchy in one patch because it kind of yep. squelched and but that's definitely something I want to experiment with more because I think a wet cyanotype print yes yeah, yeah. because it, what I, what it did was it gave the cyanotype more texture because yeah. otherwise they can be very dark blue and mm-hmm. white or shades of light blue and that's I don't I don't love that but yeah by you squirting, want something else yeah yeah and and the spray certainly has given that I need to get better at doing it in a more refined way <laughs> not holding <laughs> a point blank range and hose down the piece of paper that didn't work it's like oh all the cyanotype chemicals are dripping off yeah. the bottom don't less less is more less is more yeah. you know a light touch I think is a good way to start at least and then once you've figured out how that can go you can go to town with it sort of thing but um if you I mean, just have a little look on Instagram, you know, and hashtag wet cyanotype and, and you'll see loads of lovely um, effects and things that people do uh, to create theirs. 
um like you say you know with spraying it before you've <clears throat> exposed it and what have you mm. so uh, yeah just check check out that hashtag and i'm sure there'll be lots of inspiration there yeah the other thing i want to have a go at doing and you may have done this i'm sure other people have done this but because i know that obviously cyanotypes react um to acid and alkaline quite differently mm. i thought about um getting some, some bleaching also um getting some um citrus fruits and slicing mm -hmm. them and laying them on and seeing what yeah. they do um because nice. with, with don't the, eat it afterwards you can't you're not no. the boss of me rage um <laughs> Because with, with the lumen paper, um, or with this sort of weird copy negative paper, um, I did, not that these are acid or alkaline, obviously, I'm sure there must be something, but it's a cucumber, it's the most innocuous thing, but I did slice <laughs> those up, because uh, it was night time and I wanted to do something, so I just wanted to see how it was, I sliced them quite thinly and just plonked them on the paper, and that worked quite well because it kind of shined through and you could really see all the structure with that, um, and it was interesting seeing how that, I was using my cyanotype light to do that, although mm. the paper is full well i don't know what spectrum it covers but um but it actually gave the paper a different look because it was just mm. being exposed to uv light but um mm -hmm. uh, lots mm. of fun playtime the other thing interesting mm. i did this week which i haven't developed the film yet for and to be honest i suspect that when i do develop this film it's going to be about as good a quality as um mine. as your role of tasma mikra <laughs> um so on what night would it have been to a wednesday night yeah, let's say mm -hmm. Wednesday night. Um, I was just going off to bed and I was from my escape room. So I have to leave the room, go outside and go back in. And I went outside and the sky was just, there was a laser light show going off in the clouds. Like, oh my God, because wow. there were storms down here. Oh, I see, yeah. And, um, and it was weird because it was dry and mild and quiet because it was all a really long way away um, but the, and I don't know what the correct term is, but the lightning was all kind of in the air as opposed to earth uh, air to ground so it was just lighting mm -hmm. up all the clouds with an incredible frequency so i stopped and i was watching this for ages and thought, i've got to try and get some pictures of this i thought okay well let's do this the easy way grab my digital camera battery flat as a pancake find the other battery no. also flat as a pancake okay no, no. problem find my a digital not my, my um my most modern SLR, my Canon 30E um, or whatever it is, because at least I'll have the meter in and, and that'll be great. Battery mm -hmm. flat and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, okay, well, it's because there was an electrical storm going on. That's Actually, what it is. maybe all your batteries were okay, but yeah. it was because you were trying to shoot that. Yeah, absolutely. So in the end, I went, well, I'll just grab the, the um, Olympus OM-1. Yeah. Uh, it had some... <laughs> 200 it must be agfa vista it's almost it's certainly be, agfa vista in there yeah. if in doubt it's agfa vista um I stuck that on a tripod and mm -hmm. um got a little and just went okay i'm gonna try and take some pictures uh nice. i metered what it what kind of exposures were you doing like uh, in terms of your shutter speed and what have you oh, i held down the shutter until i got bored holding down the shutter. okay nice um Ooh. you know uh, there was no method whatsoever to the madness Great. um <laughs> and i I didn't look up anything first, <laughs> so because the thing is, did you even frame the shot? Um, I did. I did do my best excellent. to try and frame the shot as <laughs> as well as I could. The view out of my back garden is unspectacular. It's looking out over some houses, so it's not great. But um, and because it's not, it, it, I, I don't. I don't think they're going to come out well because it's not like I said. It wasn't defined lightning coming down. It was mm. the clouds being lit up. Mm. So. Um, I suspect it'll be total garbage, either totally dark or just totally blown out or, or whatever it may be. But 
Um, there's a uh, chance. There's, there's a, a chance. chance. She might you might capture have, something. You have to try. And, exactly. and it was just fun standing out there watching the lightning happening um, for Well, about I was going to say, exactly. Like, I mean, the main thing about like a really kind of cool experience like that is that you enjoyed the experience, right? And that you happen to have... Um, you kind of go, oh, do you know what? I'll try and shoot it as well. Great. But yeah. as long as you weren't kind of missing the show, shall we say, because yeah. you were trying to faff around with the cameras and things, in that circumstance, I think that was a lot more important to just enjoy enjoy what was going on. That's yeah. really cool. Absolutely. And as we so often say about the photography, I, I had nothing to lose. Like Worst no, case exactly. scenario, that entire roll of film is black or is completely yeah. white or whatever and is just absolutely And for Vista, which was a quid. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've lost nothing and it encouraged me to be out there and, and just enjoying yeah. this spectacular show and um yeah, that was that was very cool. So I, I, mm. I enjoyed that. Um I did I enjoyed less the next day mm. where I felt awful because of lack of sleep and it was also hot mm. as balls. So not mm, not kidding. Yes, it's it's been fun in the Brewster Wright household as well. I can imagine <laughs> Adam does not deal very well with the heat. What about poor Marcy with her great big thick coat of doggy She's hair? She's such a ridiculous dog, honestly. <laughs> she goes and lays outside and goes, oh, well, this is the best thing ever. And we're like, are you kidding me? You literally have two coats, two fur coats on, because it's obviously a husky coat, so there's an undercoat as well. So she has a top coat and an undercoat, and she just lay outside like, uh, yeah. So then I have to like get a, a towel, soak it in cold water, and like lay over her, so she looks like a nun, <laughs> which is hilarious when she comes in just with all we can see is just like her nose and her, and her eyes, and she's just like, "This is great." <laughs> um, and then yeah, so we just have to leave the um, uh, the kind of like pantry door open so she can go and lay on the cold tiles in there and stuff. Um, uh, and and cool down but yeah so uh yeah not 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 the best um but i did actually have um in in the post uh, we we got a new fan because obviously necessity um it, we were all going a bit stir crazy with the heat um but it through the post i also got this fantastic book that i kickstarted i i don't unfortunately i don't always have much of an opportunity to support things on Kickstarter um, as much as I would love to. Um, but this is one that I decided I was going to treat myself to. And so really, it's kind of my birthday present for November. So it's currently sitting here in cellophane. <laughs> I may wrap it to myself. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but it's the 209 Women, um, which is the fantastic exhibition that was down in London and then came up to the Open Eye Gallery. And it's the um, 209 female MPs who were shot by oh, yeah. um, the 209 uh, female photographers. Yeah. And I absolutely loved the exhibition. I I only managed to go and see it on the very last day. But thank goodness, at least I did get to go and see it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and uh, and so I decided to back the book. It's a lady called Hilary Wood who um, set it up in the first place. And, uh, and they've printed this fabulous book and it, I think it was like £25. Um, so it was definitely an investment, um, but it's it's a beautiful like coffee table size book, hardback. Um, and yeah, so I'm really, really pleased that I, I did uh, actually treat myself to that. So yeah, like I say, it might sit there till November or I might just be like, no, I'm going to open it now and read it now. <laughs> Good God, I, I think you should definitely open it now. I think and I should. Read it now. I definitely I'll have nothing. It. I'll have nothing for my birthday. <laughs> okay. Um, We'll see, we'll see. But anyway, I know that Sam uh, Cornwell also backed it because I saw that he his arrived the same day. Uh, I saw a, p- a post 
um, on social media saying that he was he was really thoroughly enjoying looking through it as well and how how good the quality was. So there we go. That was some lovely post for me this week. That's awesome. Well, I got some post, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Okay, okay. And it Great. will only be a little bit later because guess what, Rach? Yes. What? 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 It's going to be a short show this short week. Short show. It, uh... And I realise <laughs> that listeners will hear that and go, "It won't." It yeah. definitely will because. We've only got one short email this week. Uh, this this heat has kept our correspondence away. I think um, people have been too tired to tap away on their phones and on their computers. So only one email this week. Um, okay. We You're going to fight over it then? <laughs> no, it's too hot. You get to read it, Rach. You get to read it. Um, I did and- think maybe we could do like a word per each. That would be fun. How much do we hate our listeners? Definitely not that no, much. We no, love we're not our listeners. Do that. We so do let... love our listeners. Yeah. So you read this one, and it's from Carl Bailey. And we talked about Carl last week because Carl had sent me last week uh, a lovely copy of his photo book. So um, this is a follow up to that. Okay, lovely. Well, I suppose as you have the book, I get the email. So yeah, there we go. seems fair to okay. me. Teamwork, right? Um, so Carl's emailed in say, Hello. Um, thanks so much for the kind words about my book. Really glad you enjoyed it. Uh, most of the photos were taken in Portsmouth because uh, we weren't sure were we um, where they were going to be or on the outskirts of the city. Although I don't see that I shoot a specific style or, or way. I love the colour photos and I'm always looking to invoke a sense of nostalgia in my photographs. Um, that's also something that I know that you mentioned, Graham, and that Sinead had picked up on as well. I believe. Yeah. <clears throat> he says, I return back from China in a few weeks and will soon be piecing together a number of new projects from the mainland and from Hong Kong. If you think it would be interesting enough, I would love to come onto your podcast and talk about the differences in shooting film, film in general, and maybe discuss Hong Kong. If you would like, I can send you over some photos from both areas that I've shot in the past. That's super exciting. Yeah, oh, how awesome. Good. Thank yeah. you, Carl. Uh, yeah, and, I'd, and I'd, I'd love to hear about people shooting in different parts of the world, so that sounds good. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, because uh, um, you went to China like two years ago, I didn't did. you, Rach? Shanghai. Yes, that's right. Um, I was just thinking about that because I I have like a little mini diary that's like one line a day. That's usually all I can manage, <laughs> to be honest. And there's massive gaps in it as well. But it means that... Um, occasionally when I go back through because it's kind of like five years worth of like one line a day um and then when I go back through and I go oh I've totally forgotten to write a line for ages I'll go I'll go in and write a line and then kind of like flip back through and I realized that um it's pretty much just over now um this last week uh two years since I came first came on the podcast and did the um field report from Shanghai, so it was really sweet, like reading back through the diary, going, "Oh my god," uh, where I'd said, "I'm going on Sunny 16 to uh, give them a little update on Shanghai and uh, and my trip trip over there." So, uh, gosh, yeah, I can't believe that's been just over two years now. Wow, How it was amazing. Time flies when it you've really taken does. on a commitment you really didn't realise you were letting yourself. I know, in for. right? <laughs> what was I letting myself in for? If I'd known then what I know now, <laughs> you'd still be running. Dot dot dot. Yeah. Yeah. That's it for emails, listeners. That's it. Can you believe it? Now, listen, you know, I mean, if there's no emails, do we do a... I mean, if there's no emails next week, Ray, do we do a backing mm. paper? I don't, I don't know. know. We'll have to... I don't know. It's basically just you and me getting online and 
chatting rubbish to each other, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we probably do. Let's face it, we probably do. But it would be lovely if we do hear from you. If you've got some burning desire to send us something, or even if you haven't, um, send us some more emails. It's got a bit quiet lately. I know the summertime, you're all yeah. off having a good time on holiday and stuff like that. So maybe just tell us how the holidays are going. Tell us what yeah. you've been out shooting. We would love to hear and, and feel quite jealous. <laughs> um, Absolutely. So, what yeah. cameras are you taking? What film are you taking? What What's your sort of like general vision with what you're shooting? Are you going with a specific idea? Are you going holidaying or on a trip on your own or with family? Or how how do you find like um, you marry up the time between between the two? Um, any tips on um, making it a successful uh, family holiday or perhaps with a partner when you're an analog photographer? <laughs> that would always be good. Um, you know that whole balance. If they're not and you are, <laughs> that's always an interesting one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, for um, yeah, uh, spending too much time over certain things uh, and all the rest of it. So uh, yeah, I-, I think any any kind of like tips with that would be great. And yeah, just in general, it'd be lovely to hear what you've all been up to um, creating in the uh, creating over the summer. Yeah, think of it like uh, when you first day back at school, what I did over my summer holidays. <laughs> it's your photographic essay. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, speaking of photographic essays and other mm. stuff, I wanted to talk about the thing that I got sent this week. So okay. um, Roberto Martinez, who is uh, at Analog Lives or Analog Lives um, on Instagram, got in touch and said, oh, I'm I'm part of a group at UCSC um, in, which is the Santa Cruz College. Uh, and um, said, we've got a thing there called the Shutter Slugs and we've made our first photo journal. Uh, I said, come on, I'll send you a copy. And I was like, oh, hell yes, please do. Um, and so he has sent me volume one of Light Leak. Uh, and it's stunning. I am so impressed uh, and as is always the case when I see the work of talented young people sickened um, <laughs> and upset <laughs> uh, by the skill that's gone into this. Um, but yes, it, it's a um, beautifully put together photo journal with a selection of work from a selection of photographers, including Roberto's himself, um, and, and some writing in there as well. Um, a really great mixture of stuff they they are on the best place to go to see some of this work uh is their instagram account um which is you'll be surprised to hear uh shutter slug official and um, because you're wondering why it's shutter slug it's because the um banana slug is the official U- us ucsc mascot i don't know why they have a what? banana slug as What's their a official. banana slug i, I mean I'm going to guess it's some sort of sluggy gum bananas. Okay. I wondered <laughs> if it looked like a banana. I don't know. Mm. But maybe. Maybe it does. Who knows? Who well, does? Yeah. I mean, what what a mascot to have. Yeah. Um, but so if you go to Shutter Slug Memorable. Official, <laughs> you'll find a lot of the pictures that are in the zine. Um, not the zine, in the um, photo journal. And yeah, They're I... They're beautiful, aren't they? Yeah, they really are. I am genuinely so impressed by... The quality and the maturity of the work on display here. Uh, it's a fantastic cross section. Um, and uh, I, then there's even some, uh, I was saying to Rachel, there's this a technique in there which I hadn't seen before, um, the one the artist is doing, where they're printing colour negatives um, onto uh, transparency paper 
and then using alcohol with that i don't quite understand like what the technique is but i think it's a very similar technique to doing um emotion lifts with the polaroid pictures to kind of drag that film the drag the thing off of the transparency onto paper and of course you get the wrinkles and the ruffles and stuff like that it's really cool um but yeah lo lots of fantastic work in this and uh, roberto also included some really lovely prints um just his own work of all varied stuff um which is really lovely one of which of now which bridge is that uh, of course it's the golden gate bridge stupid question this lovely black and white print <laughs> of the golden gate bridge in the mist it's beautiful and will absolutely be going on my wall um i don't know if you can get hold of this light leak photo journal um i i think you know it may be one of those things that was made available on the campus um so you know i i don't know but Get and have a look at the um, Instagram yeah. page anyway. F follow that, I guess, and uh, and I'm sure they'll be posting more stuff because it looks like they're already, you know, they're in the swing of things with this anyway. And uh, yeah, just great to show some support on there, isn't it? Comment yeah. on the work, you know, ask questions and and get in touch. Yeah, yeah, we talk a lot about how important it is to get the the next generation of shooters coming up and. Mm -hmm. Ah, uh, I it just fills me with absolute joy to see yeah. what what the work that is being done because it's fresh and it's mm -hmm. innovative and it's the the quality is great. Yeah. Um, really cool. enjoyed that. So thank you very much, Roberto, for sending that over. And your pictures are fantastic. And yeah, just huge congratulations to everybody involved with that project because mm. the, the the end product is a, a really high quality thing and it's the first one they've made. Um, Amazing. Scary, yeah. but brilliant. There's um, uh, there was something um online this week which is about the the red room and some confusion about the red room in um, Stranger Things. Um, so uh, as anybody who's who's seen the the Netflix show um, Stranger Things, um, they'll know that obviously it's set in the sort of eighties. Um, uh, and and so there's there's quite a lot of. Uh, analog technologies of course or or nostalgic technologies uh, that are used and of, um, of course one of them is the fact that there is a dark room um and uh yeah i thought it was just it was really sweet it did make me chuckle but like in a really like in a lovely way when you just go well yeah of course if somebody's not seen or heard of or have knows anybody who knows anything about this then they're going to be like, what on earth are they doing going into this red room and <laughs> trying to like put paper in water and see images and, and to like refine their photos is kind of like, so kind of like starting to see the, the principles of it, but just not quite the right techniques, if you like. And and I just thought, well, that's how cool is that? Because actually it's just a lo another lovely way of getting more people curious about it and interested in it and bringing it to a wider audience about the idea of, that magic so you know um of the dark room if you've never seen it before how are you going to know that it's a thing um so yeah i think that's it's only going to be a good thing that more people will start to know about it yeah absolutely anything that makes people ask questions and get interested although yeah. god it's uh the <laughs> fact that people see a, a red room and go what on earth is that it makes me feel super old because it just i mean even <laughs> though i had nothing to do with dark rooms and you know and didn't get into analog photography really in any sensible mm -hmm. way until the 2000s um mm -hmm. i i knew what a dark room was i mean you just it's one of those things you're sure, not saying yeah but they might have room. been they might have been born in 2002 or something you know like it's uh yeah <laughs> yeah 
Well, you um, know, so, that's what it is. Yeah, that's yeah, what it is. Scary, scary. Um, but anyway, there we go. Um, so yeah, that was just a couple of things that we noticed this week. Um, does that mean we're finished with Black Mirror? Oh gosh, so nearly right. So Ugh. nearly. One week. I might sneak out the door before it's finished. <laughs> you know You're what? right. Mm-hmm. Go on. Actually, well, you whilst you're saying thank you in a nice, polite way, I'm going to go and turn on the lights so I can actually read the research notes that I've been given because it's got really dark in here. And I can't did see. elves post them in the dark under the door? <laughs> I think it's. I think this week it might have been the dwarves that did them. Oh, okay. Um, so we we have a few people as always to say many thank yous to for supporting us on our coffee or Kofi page, um, which um, if you go to our website sunny16podcast.com you'll find that there's a little section there um, which will say you can buy us a coffee. Um, so it's just really lovely to have that support each week, um, obviously from listeners, uh, whether that's, you know, just listening and enjoying, whether that's supporting us um, by buying us a coffee and making a little donation um, uh, or whether that's writing in an email um, and letting us know what you're up to so we can have this conversation with you. It's all very much appreciated. And as always, we run the, the gauntlet of reading out the names at the end and Graham's elves will give us some uh, information about those people. <laughs> facts. They're called <laughs> facts, Rachel. Okay, fine. So, are you ready? Can you read your elves' writing? I'll turn the light on now. Yes, we're good. We they're can good. see we are illuminated. Okay. Um, before I start, can I, I just remind it's really hot this week. <laughs> it's, it's really, really hot. So I think the elves have struggled. <laughs> Have week. they struggled? Okay, they really, struggled. really struggled. Yeah. Okay. Apologies in advance. You need but... special dispensation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't don't judge the elves by this week's work. <laughs> okay, Dave the Walker. Uh, Dave once had a summer job painting black stripes on donkeys at a now shut down safari park that couldn't afford zebras. <gasps> Charles Kirschenblatt. Charles decided that to save money on long-distance flights, and also because of environmental reasons, obviously long-distance travelling is very bad for the environment, uh, he's instead going to tunnel his way uh, to holiday destinations. Uh, He's currently um, working on his travel tunnel uh, aimed at Australia. Um, He's about three foot down so far, uh, and based on his um, rate so far, destined for completion, sadly, (laughs) shortly after the uh, death of the sun. So... (laughs) Um, she just get Marcy. She'll dig a hole pretty quick. Well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Dog available for hire. Um, Dom. Uh, Dominic Silverthorne's great-great-grandfather held the world record for long-distance dodo kicking. As the record attempt sadly proved fatal for the dodo in question, uh, and it was actually the last one left, this record has held for all these years. So Barry Carr. Uh, hang on. Uh, Barry Carr was lead singer in the 70s punk band called Churchill's Parrot. Their most popular song <laughs> was Call Off Your Dog, open brackets, He's Eating My Sandwich, close brackets, <laughs> which, which sold 50 copies, although 30 of these were to, to Barry's mum. And lovely Dunstan. Dunstan. Uh, <laughs> So hot. <laughs> Dustin Vavasor um, has a picture of a dog looking surprised and he's claimed that this is proof that the dog is being terrified of some supernatural elements. Um, close inspection of the photo does, however, reveal that in the distance there's clearly a cat giving the dog the finger that's causing the dog to look surprised. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, it really is hot, isn't so it? Hot. Um, so, so hot. So, so hot. 
<laughs> As always, everybody, many thanks um, for bearing with us um, during the trials, which are the coffee donation. Um, we do really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we look forward to hopefully um, speaking with you again next week. And in the meantime, there may or may not be a show. We will see on Thursday. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. Is there any anything else, any last things for us to say? Or are we keeping to our, sticking to our um, promise of it being a short show? I think we're going to stick to our promise, Rach. Um, <gasps> I think all we need to say is uh, thank you, as always, to Schnauzer mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. for letting us use their music, which is, what is it again, Rach? Remortgaging the Nest of Hairs. Remortgaging the Nest of Hairs, which you can find on Bandcamp. Um, but yeah, I think other than that, we're done, Rach. It's a short show. <laughs> it is. It is. It's a short show. And uh, yeah, have a lovely week, everyone. Have a lovely week and um, drink plenty, wear a hat. Uh, or carry an umbrella if it's raining. <laughs> yeah, it's Bryn. Either. <laughs> Those are your gardening tips. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Where Why did you never do a gardening podcast, Graham? What have we been doing all these years? Well, I mean, not me, but, you know, maybe that's the next thing. Yeah, yeah, with hindsight. <laughs> Problem. Did you but... press stop? Oh, oh no, hang on, stop. Oh, <laughs>